0: Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Hi, I'm Brandy Collier, and this is another edition of The Prophetic Cavern. Brought to you by Know I'm Just Protected, which is also by me, uh, Brandy Collier. It's a bit of fiction, my first book that I put out earlier this year. Um, it's about a woman named Olivia Pedersen who lost her husband to an untimely death and which now people are see, thinking that it's murder and the cops and everyone is building a case around it it's one of my three book series that I plan on making about about the, the uh, sorry about the uh, Peterson family saga um, I have more that are coming out later this year and I will also keep you posted on it um I came to you today because the last thing I talked about to the prophet was um, the hurt prophet, the immature prophet, Um, those I even want to talk about today, those who are being attacked in finances, you know, you desire to do more, you have all these visions and want to be generous to everyone, it seems like Satan is on your purse straps. And it's hindering your money. I mean, and you could be a good tither and your tithe is being attacked. You all of a sudden, you can't make tithe. And you know you're not a bad person. And you know you're better with your money. You're a good custodian with your money. Or everything is either dried up completely in all areas so that you're not a help to anyone. Be aware of your surroundings. There could be spiritual vampires sucking you dry. And praying away your, your financial blessings that you were once living in. Seek God about it. Because maybe the assignment you've been in for all this time. That you maybe even grown comfortable in because you've gotten a lifestyle or whatnot, It may have closed. And you didn't hear the Lord or you thought it was the devil telling you to go. To get up it to relocate You, you you feel like you're in a place right now that you shouldn't be and you should be somewhere else i know god is calling me to a whole nother state and he's been even telling me the location and i'm not going to disclose it to you because that's out of protection of me and of to where i'm going but you have to be protective in in all areas because you have to be mindful that everybody who's Around you is not for you Even if they have your last name In this season I'm seeing that the family is being Torn apart by the spirit Of competition, division, jealousy um, And greed And I know I'm not The only one to go through this because I'm watching Competition, I'm watching whole families And even in my own personal family Where they're okay With you not doing your best And they only want you To do your best according to them And how they've done it And you may be the black sheep of the family because the mantle they're trying to place on your life—you know it don't fit. I know it don't fit. It—I've never. I'm talking to the person right now who has a large family but don't fit in, on no level, and they actually have a hatred towards you, and you don't know why. It's your anointing. It's your gift. This was in you. It's your potential. They hate it. And they think you're wasting it. And they do everything they can to keep you in bondage. And to keep you in that one spot. Because they feel like they have a victory by bringing you down. And this is somebody you may call mother, father, sister, brother. Because Auntie, Grandma. Because the devil don't care about titles. He going to use them. An inch of flesh can be manipulated. He gonna use him. We even talk about. We always talk about what happens in the church, the pastors, the you know what the leadership done. And there's a lot of um, there's a lot of incorrect things that's going on in this season, even in the body of Christ, because you have some pastors that are walking away from ministry. We have some pastors who are even doing things of to the point. I, I read on Facebook and I was confused about it where somebody was actually selling tickets to heaven for five thousand dollars and people were willing to pay for that I didn't even think that was possible because I thought heaven the cost of heaven or to gain access had nothing to do with something small as money and it doesn't also too there's other things going on, other practices where you having some of these other prophets and leaders and such that want you to worship them and their ministry. It's like God is a secondary item. It's like they're the cake and God and the Holy Ghost is the ice. It's a thin layer. It's not deeply rooted or deeply dredged. You know, you know how you taking dredge your breadcrumbs or you know uh, dredge your chicken. Before you take and fry it, or put it in, the, put it in the flour and fry it, there's no deep penetration of the Holy Ghost. There's no deep penetration to the bone. There's no marinade of the blood of Jesus. And a lot of these people who are deemed popular because they can sell. Right now, the prophet is probably going crazy because a simple fact. Their mouths are being silenced because Jezebel, Ahab, and Korah are more, and Balaam are a more trusted prophet nowadays than the ones that are actually there. You have people that are willing to pay a high astronomical honorarium for some people who don't even give a detail word. I've never known for the prophet to have such a bridle on his tongue in this season. Where they can't say this, they can't say that They can't prophesy this, they can't prophesy that Because either people Don't understand what the prophetic is about You got people suing the church Because of the simple fact Oh they told me I was going to do this, I was going to do that But see part of a prophecy when it's given to you And placed over your life Is not for you to just sit around and wait for it to happen No you have to be active and activate You have to be in line See things have to have a condition You know when you get a prophecy You have to be with God there may be some things that's required of you of that prophecy and all you could hear about is what's coming to you that is a bad way this gimme generation in the body of christ has become and it's not just the young people we need to get off the young people because there's some young people that got better discernment than some of these ones 50 and 60 years old they're raising up some people that have no cares of church tradition and i'm glad god is doing it there's so many prophets in the cave right now that's going to be let loose there's so many real true prophets that's going to open up their mouth and it's going to cause a stirring see the thing of it is you want the prophet to be like 1-800 psychic friends miss Cleo and all of them and that's not the case we are coming into a generation that hates correction and the correction gets you to the blessing of the prophecy to redirect I am so sick of these baseline, borderline, wannabe prophetic ministries. Oh, just keep it that exhortation. Uh, encouraging the three areas that, you know, yeah, you see it in the Bible. But then there's witchcraft afoot and nobody wants to talk about, I see witchcraft. I You need to come back off those practices because you're letting Satan in just so you can draw people. This church has an alliance with the Freemasons and the Holy Spirit doesn't live here. Can't say anything about that. But church are always getting on the young people. The music and the Illuminati and what these kids doing out here. But there are some practices that are right in the belly of the church that nobody wants to address. And these pastors have gone into full-fledged war on the prophet to keep the prophet's mouth shut. yeah I understand prophet this edition of the prophetic cavern is dealing with the prison experience of your your ministry because there's a uh everybody's going through a Paul experience where they're sent in jail, sitting in jail with their hands tied, not being able to do, not understanding why there's a bread on their mouth, their hands and whatnot, and they're made to watch. As the people of God do what they want. And the golden calf is on the altar now. No longer the the cross. And for those who are fighting the good fight and are being in line with the Lord, it's few far in between now. You don't know the difference between a community center, a social club, and a church. Some of them out here right now. There's no there's no blood on the walls, there's no prayer, and the ones who do prayer, see they talk about the institution of prayer like it's a topping on the pizza it's something that you add, and it's a small thing of the whole pie but prayer is everything, after your faith and beliefs because you can't just pray and not believe in nothing but prayer is so important, prophet, prayer is the lifeline and I know some of y'all have gotten on your knees and have seen some horrible stuff in my season that I'm going through. Even as I'm talking to you, I'm going through deliverance. I'm not sitting here trying to be fake or fictitious. There's some things I'm being delivered through, and it's a hard, hard, hard thing. Because I'm dealing with family issues. I'm dealing with those things that's close to the heart. And God is just showing me that, yeah, they're they're there. They're your family. But I'm closer and I'm more. I'm more needed than them and in this season he is he's needed in my marriage he's needed in my way of thinking he's needed in even how me being an author even me doing this he's needed and and I reluctantly started this because of the simple fact I wasn't sure if anybody was going to listen to me but he told me to talk and say what he gave me regardless of who listens and whoever picks this up let it be spread let the word be done let his will be done so I do as he asks obedience is another thing. profit is hard to be obedient because you're seen as a rebel and I understand that you're seen as a rebel because where the pastors want to use you like a ray gun and point you to, to control the population in the congregation God is giving you a whole practice including the mess, the leaders and the manipulation and certain little things and clicks that have been allowed to play a big part on why some churches is failing it was a point yeah, the Lord sent you out two by two To do your missions But there was no point Your prayer partner wasn't your enemy Or your gossip buddy But nowadays it, it it seems that it's been a perversion And a shift And the world And the church are on the same plane And those who are fighting To keep the separation They only could hold on for so long And there's a need for us Not only just a need for us To stand out and be open. There's a need for us to start a prophetic web. Not a web of lies. Not a web of deceit. But a web. A tapestry. To go. To be able to pray. And you're praying. And you're in the spirit realm. And what's going on in Europe. You pick it up and pray. Mind you. Yes, God sees that you are going through. What you're going through but he wants to know can you pray for that woman you saw that night being raped in an alleyway in britain even though your life is about to get cut off because the devil on your job fired you for very fictitious reasons he wants to know and can he trust you to pray for a pastor that's preaching the word wrong and preaching out the bible but he's not he's not using the word in a correct manner. He's using it to more like manipulate more money out the people. Can you sit there and pray for that man to be rightly divided in the word of truth and can you sit there and pray for the congregation that they are not despitefully used and manipulated because he's looking for a paycheck or a new house meanwhile these people are being getting poorer and poorer having faith. Can you pray for those who are being manipulated by faith meanwhile yours are struggling and wavering because of what you're living through right now can you pray for those people in Puerto Rico that the resources come meanwhile you may be related to somebody or it may be your child that's in a camp because Donald Trump took your baby are you willing and able this is a time where the blood is flowing and the fight is real and it's it's hard to sit here and try to manifest and take it on because the simple fact it you don't know where to start can you pray for the police who are instruments being used to kill people of color and poor people can you pray even though you may be an African American and you're praying for white people and they may have even shot your son your nephew, your brother, your cousin your niece in a false oh Jesus in a fictitious arrest it don't make sense prophet I know a lot doesn't can you stand in the gap for people who hate you to stop for there to be a reverse not so that they can love you but so the attack and the backlash won't kill them because whatever you survive through God is going to bring you through it regardless can you stand in the gap for people who use their money to make you more miserable to gain better access and power for it to be a rush can you pray for that person that stole from you? Can you pray for people who don't know God? Because, see, the problem is we have been wasting time on those who claim to know God, or those who are in the body. We need to teach the people, but we need to correct the body. That's the truth. The body of Christ. As a whole, is probably the most oversaturated, overeducated group of people. There, there's a book for a book, and a book on top of a book, and there's a book that has a book for that book. We got so much knowledge and understanding, but the application and the utilization falls to the wayside. In profit, you see the miseducated saints out here redirecting people from God and sending them straight to the devil or sending them straight to man. Can you pray that the Holy Ghost has his way not only with just the people that surround you but the nation? Can you pray for somebody else that has cancer even though yours returned? These are the questions that he asks you and no, it doesn't seem fair but know you're walking through this for other people. And it's not because you're less than It's not because you're dumb. dummy. It's not because you have lack of time. No, you're in it because you need to be the strength for those that are suffering just like you. Yeah, it's part of long suffering. Something that gets ran away from. Long suffering is not a torture chamber and then God will bless you. Long-suffering is to mature and strengthen you and to push you and to put you in a place where you need to be. Sometimes we get spoiled and want too much and don't realize and be thankful for what's in front of us. So we got to rearrange and shake it up and realign you and let you know, uh-uh, uh get back in line. It's not about you, but it's about me. It's not about we, but it's about them and what they need because the masses need the prophets. And the prophets being beat up because there's no oasis, there's no getaway, there's no, there's no, in this season, there's no refuge, if you will, for lack of a better word. There's no, there's no refreshing for the prophet because in the prophetic, it is a war. Between the false prophets, the lying prophets, the hateful prophets, the sexual predator prophets, the money-hungry prophets, and the ones who are pure at heart, the ones who intercede, the ones who push up, the the Hollywood prophets that want to be famous and want to use their prophetic for um, not for not to help the people that is in that circle in Hollywood, but more so to help themselves. The sexually frustrated prophets, the sexually confused prophets, that go around one minute you you're gay, next minute you're you're you're, you're straight. One minute you're on the family, next minute you're destroying them because there is demons inside of you. Before you take an argue with me. Gifts come without repentance. There are many people with this gift, with the office. They don't know it's the office and they're sitting in a padded room because there's nobody to tell them you're a prophet. No, it's not schizophrenia. You know? You're not hallucinating. You're seeing visions of God. There's many who are on a therapist's couch thinking that there's something wrong with them because the body of Christ has been conditioned in this season to treat the prophet like a crazy person that does nothing. But cause chaos. But they'll worship the ones that are trying to tear the, person, the church apart. There's just been uh there's just been uh an acceptance. There's an acceptance. You can't fight for Christ no more. There's an acceptance. We gotta bow down to Islam, you gotta bow down to the Judaism, you have to bow down to Hinduism, you have to bow down to the atheists. They've made traps for us, prophets. So that if we stand for Christ, we are a hypocrite. We are—they have attached to the word Christian. If you're racist, if you're classist, if you're egregious, if you're a non-free thinker, if you're the word Christian has such a negative light in this season, and we have not done our part to make it a place or a word of integrity or a lifestyle of integrity with Christianity. Because, believe it or not, I'm talking to those prophets who's been through so much and they seeing what I'm talking about, have felt what I'm talking about, and don't know where to go because it's on purpose. Some of these older prophets will let you hang in because they don't want to be replaced. Some of these well seasoned prophets that are actually jealous because you're coming in with more. They may have been given one thing and you're given multiple things and whatever you owe, whatever you're placed, it is called blessed. And you get some people who don't want to see you prosper. Don't even see the God in you. They see that they're being replaced and it's anger that it gets ensued against you and it's not fair. So you go to the Lord about it. But I need for y'all to be more honest and tell God how you really feel and stop trying to not purge if any place you should purge it should be with God and the Holy Ghost. They are your lovers, they are your family, they are your classroom in some cases, especially with the Holy Ghost. The classroom of the Holy Ghost <sighs> is no curve. It's either pass or fail. And that's real. And in this here, I I'm urging you prophet prophets and prophetess to pray over your family Forgive your family, let go your family, and turn them over to God. And then even God tells you to walk away from your family, to do what you have to do. In the Bible it says, Prophet in his own country has no honor. And if you're called elsewhere than where your current location is, you need to ask the Holy Ghost to help you see the provisions, see the see the direction and how you're gonna make it there because it's a calling that's on the prophetic that's major and it's not just these ones that have are best-selling novelists and things like that there's a call for these prophets, that's been heavy And, 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 and know this I'm not necessarily talking about taking over a pulpit some of you write and write good some of you write and write wonderful some of you sing some of you paint, some of you dance, some of you are good evangelists, some of you cook and you do things miraculously with what he gave you that has helped and has done things he's trying to shift you profit from out of the nine to five because he sees you need more he sees the nine to five is dulling your gift and you need to trust him in the transition he's also want to wean people off of that lifestyle that's come with the nine to five because there's some leeches that have been sucking off you parasitically assigned to hold you hostage some of you are even assigned to some ministries and pastors that have just been sucking you dry and you're more depleted and more miserable than you ever been. That is not the call of God. He does not call his prophets to be miserable and full of pain every time they wake up. And when they go to sleep, is the only time they have peace. That is a sign of clinical depression. They're trying to push you into something that you're not. Please know that you are a vessel to be used by the Lord. You're not to be prostituted by man your first alliance is to God above and is not to the pastor or to whoever you are sent and some of these people are very scary about it because of simple fact they see prophets as being a problem telling the truth should never be the problem in church but nowadays the lies seem to make more money I'm trying to tell you people you are not crazy for what you see. I've had visions and dreams to warn me about a lot of things that's coming. And what's coming as far as the profits, as far as our world today, as far as the as far as certain countries. Um, I can share one piece with Puerto Rico. What's being done is intentional. They're being left like that because they want the US wants them to pay taxes because they don't pay taxes. They're a US territory, but they don't pay taxes. And they live like they live. And it is game they want to leave them hanging and desperate enough so that they can gain their trust and when they come in and swoop to save them, they'll be paying taxes just like with the Mexicans right now the United States they have done some things they have a history of being bullies this is not the first time and I repeat this is not the first time And any prophet that's hearing this alarm will, uh, will know what I'm talking about this is not the first time the United States have separated children from their families children from their mothers this is an actual culture and practice that has gotten ignored until now it was done to the Native Americans to manipulate them. The colonialist It was even done to the slaves, and still is being done to African Americans. But instead of it being a blatant thing because they're caught, we're not illegals, it's done by school shootings. It is done through police. It is done through many ways. The institutional racism that's been placed on us on the African American community abroad. It is made to make them not feel wanted on any place on the planet so that they could go back to the slavery. This is all dealing with the mark of the beast and getting followers. Now they're trying to groom slaves now, even with the Mexicans, the illegals. Who come to this country for great, great opportunities, and this is just this is just what has been given to me. They taken those babies to raise them as the next level of slaves. It was so seemed to me in a dream that they're trying to reinstitute slavery with another race, and they're trying to kill out any courageousness that's going on with the African-American any kind of upheaval they're trying to kill it on purpose so that they don't think that they could come and overcome and conquer not only that I was even showed in a vision that the United States is not really the United States but it's still a colony a bunch of colonial colonies and that all leaders report back to the queen of england now it sounds weird but in hindsight we we have the for the first time in history where there's a president that was not invited to a royal anything out of donald trump all nations was at that young man's wedding both weddings to be exact of harry and william and I realized these are all people that report back to it because there's so many British territories in the Caribbean and Africa that make money being siphoned back to Europe, being siphoned back to Buckingham Palace. And I was showed it and it was so clear we were never going to be free as long as the monarchy is still up was never going to be freedom. And this was showed to me in the dream. This is not no militant hour. I'm not trying to be up cause of upheaval. But this is the kind of stuff I I I was seeing. And the way the churches is being scattered is intentional because if we were to come together no matter what color we were and fight like we're supposed to and not over-sensationalize like we've been then It would be a major shift instead of the little drips and drops we did. So many of you prayed for some things and aimed and missed because you didn't ask God what was the true assignment. What was the true anointing in it? Where were you going? Where was the oil supposed to be placed? Because oil has to be placed. It can't just be thrown anywhere unless that's the assignment to throw it on those who come past because they need that that help, that extra. <sighs> profit. Listen. Profitess. Listen. There are so many wrongs that need to be corrected from among us, not only from the infrastructure within and how we receive them. How ordination in papers is now making uh, another barrier for a lot of these prophetic people that are out here. And then another thing, there's a lot more people in the office that's being bound to not even able to be entered to the other side to walk in the office, or better yet, they're being blackballed because they walk in a different and heavy anointing. See, the problem is, and I've seen it they all want prophets and prophets has to have the same cookie cutter we're all black act all spooky talk to them like trash and a few other things and they don't understand that everybody has a different type of anointing and God uses that to go into places some people aren't willing to go says the prophets in the homeless shelter praying for the homeless praying over their food as they're preparing it that they be protected another day for whatever's their face when they don't see them. Because they see the dangers that's ahead of some of the people in the shelter. There's prophets that work in the hospitals and touching people's heads, nurses. Touching people's heads. Praying over the disease. That either God is telling them it's their time to go. To help their transition be easy and not suffer. Or... They're going to be healed, but they got to speak better. So then you have to pray for their mouth and their mind to change and transform so that they don't speak death over their bodies, but that they speak life over their bodies. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much. There's so much just to do out here, but we make it a circus and fight. We're supposed to be reunited, we're supposed to be uh, just tighter. And the rankings and the prayer warriors and the, the wall is crumbling. We're supposed to be the watchers and the watch keepers. But we failed on so many levels. Because of politics in the body. Because of material gain or the the seeking of it. Or because of the lack of materials. Because People is trying to block other people from. People is trying to block other people from uh, doing what they got to do. People is trying to block others from, uh, from from having what they need to have. People is trying to block one another from doing what they need to do, and on top of everything, it's, it's chaos. It's chaos on all levels and all fronts. We've turned on each other to and made the world worse. We so busy being in the four walls and fighting like a like mice trapped in a cage, biting each other and trying to get free, that we don't understand we was meant to be sent out to change. Who's meant to be sent out to be in Congress? To be in the presidency, we were meant to be sent out to be in the House of Representatives, to be in the police departments, to be in these these law firms, to be in 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 the UN, to be <laughs> to be in places, to be in place, so that where we can connect with one another in the spirit realm, it protects the planet. But we are fighting for things that don't matter, and we're petty. The level of petty that is going on right now is ridiculous. Is God pleased with your attitude right now? Is God pleased with your life right now? Is God pleased with how you deal with people? Is God pleased with how you handle tough situations? Because sometimes your silence helps. Do you have to feel like you got to say or get the last word on everything? You're out of line. Sometimes you have to be quiet even when you want to cuss them out. Sometimes you have to be quiet even when you know, you know they're wrong. And correcting them will make it worse. Because we're in a season of life where no one wants correction. But everybody wants to be right and up front. And to tell everybody what to do. Part of being a leader is knowing when to be able to accept correction. And to be able to be a good follower and good worker. We are having... To sit back and see lazy leaders make a ministry worse. And then if we're open and honest about it, we're haters, we're jealous, we're judgmental. But then when it happens just the way you said it, all of a sudden you're a witch and you wish bad things on the ministry and you use witchcraft to make something happen that the Lord sent the messenger to warn them about. No. And I stand for you, Prophet, and I say, and I pray in the name of Jesus that not only that your skin gets thicker, but that your understanding gets better, and that the way the Lord has things for you in this season, that you need to find out why. Because what needs to be bled out of you and out of your spirit before you can go forward is indicative to who you're going to have minister to minister to later, because you done been through it. Nobody wants to suffer, but everybody wants to stand in glory. But the suffering is necessary. The process is necessary. The working and the toiling to get it off the ground is necessary. It's necessary that they laugh at you it's necessary that they make fun of you. It's necessary that they talk about you. It's even necessary that they try to be a stumbling block intentionally because when God comes down and regulate and fix everything those are the same ones that they have to bow down to what God's wonderful grace and mercy has done. And on top of everything on top of everything they're also going to come to you for help and it's going to be hurtful because you're going to think God these are the same people that ruined me stole from me you pray for them and do as he tells you according but the one thing you can't do which hurts you can't cuss them out you have to tell them "Um, I don't trust you because one two three and in some instances you can't even tell them anything Does God'll bridle your mouth? And as bad as you want to tell him, he won't let you because he don't want you to ruin the testimony of what's to come or what's about to happen or what just happened and what something else is coming. Prophet. You need to ask God how many times your mouth got in the way of your blessing. And you knew it was right there. And you knew it was close. You need to realize, and you also need to repent. Because if you talked yourself out of something that was needed, not only for you, but for other people to see, you've also messed up an assignment. You need to come back and repent for some things. And on that note, I'm going to spend the next couple of moments, minutes, if I will, to pray. Of this edition of... Prophetic Catherine. Father in the name of Jesus I pray for Every person that have listened to this or any of the other recordings that they got something out of this I pray that that what they got out of it bless them and expand them and even question cause them to question what they're doing in their own personal situation and to question the situation Whether it's of you or not of you and if it's not let them have enough to discern it despite of what they feel and have enough conviction and honesty with you, despite of how they feel that they will get rid of it, that they would allow for the Holy Spirit to remove the people, the family members, the places, the the lovers, the, the jobs and things away from them in the name of Jesus. And know that you will not lose out because you are their prophet. And That is your God, and y'all have a relationship. If you've been running, and your relationship has gotten sour, he's asking you to come back to sweeten it up, prophet, in the name of Jesus. Know your calling, and know that it is a way of life, and it's not just on Sunday. God, I thank you for the the moments of clarity, and the information, and the spiritual knowledge that you've given. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for those who are open to the prophetic, and who are openly there but do you know they may have been turned away because they may have been ridiculed because we're in a society that looks on the outside first and not within so to their prophet that's been turned away over and over again but you know god called you stay in the cave until he releases you because there are some places you're not supposed to give a word even though he tells you something it's some stuff he tells you and shows you to pray about and intercede that it happens and not for you to speak on it because there's some people soon as you speak the blessing they'll steal it and pervert it and, and, and turn it into something that was negative and they'll call you a witch be mindful prophet of the Lord in the name of Jesus just be mindful just connect connect to your word connect to his word father we ask for dreams visions and provisions as well as direction for those who are listening now, for those who are tired of of the church rhetoric or the church foolishness that they've had to come up in and they're looking for a refreshing. I pray for a refreshing for the frustrated prophet, for the hurt prophet, for the financially strapped prophet. I pray for the hurt prophet. I prayed over the families over these prophets who are come to do nothing but attack and tear them apart because they either don't believe in their gift or they know they have a gift and is jealous because they desire a mantle they know nothing about. I pray that by the time the next edition of um, Prophetic Cavern that there's breakthroughs and that there's blessings and that there's curses that's being removed and this is generational, generational knowledge and generational uh, attacks that have been just left off and in the area of health and finances especially and mental health to to be exact in the name of Jesus and anybody who's out here in this heat wave that's going on across the country in North America let let them be able to survive God let them be able to thrive let them have the provisions the air the water and a roof over their head to keep them safe God we pray for the homeless we pray for the destitute. We pray for the drug trafficking, the the drug trafficking and stop, as well as the children and the sex trafficking that's been going on in this country as well as abroad. We pray for the Mexicans who are in other illegals that they refer to them as, that they're splitting up their families. We pray and bind up all the spirit of dissension and separation amongst the African American community, the Native American community the Caribbean community, as well as the Latino community, all the attacks right now in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, I thank you, and I plead the blood of Jesus over every situation, and I also come up against the spirit of retaliation, the spirit of murder, malice, and mayhem in the name of Jesus, so that it may not form, that the weapons may may not even form in this season, and they darn sure won't prosper. In Jesus Precious name. Amen. Well, this is another edition of the Prophetic Cavern. And I am Brandy Collier. I pray that you are blessed. I pray that you saw God. I pray that whatever was addressed today met you. And I'll let you know that you have an understanding. I pray that everything came out the way it was supposed to. And also too. If you have any comments, questions. Or would like to get. Uh, maybe a particular subject. You may want to put on here. Or even if you want to be a co-host. You will email me. At Soulstar, Which is L-A-D-A-Y-S-O-U-L-S-T-A-R. At AOL.com. And I'll. Pick up your comments, your questions, and everything else that would that you would like to be placed on here, whether it's anonymously or not. And we'll see. We'll see what can be done and what can be changed. Have a great one. Be blessed. Stay praying. Goodbye.